Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience, a podcast confronting current events, politics, comedy, and calamity, all from the perspective of a trans titaness. She's a verbal black belt, skilled in the art of roasting, the hellmouth, doomsayer, CEO of the Amazon position. Here's your host, Cameron Ellen Turan. Yo, welcome back to Tranos and the Lived Experience. I'm Cameron. I'm Rob. I'm also known as Tranos. And um, this is the show that shows up late to prom, and you know why. Ask your daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Feel disappointed later. Right. Um, Today on a lighter note, we're going to be having a conversation about some of my lived experiences. See, that's part of the show's name. See what I did there? See what I did there? I saw it. (laughs) I heard it. Uh, we're going to talk about um, the time I was on television. I was on daytime television. Yeah, we were uh, <laughs> we were talking about this right before, and we said, "Whoa, stop! <laughs> this is great for the yeah, show." Yeah, no, not a lot of people know this. Like, I was one of those like teenage kids in the like Jenny Jones, Ricky Lake era that was labeled bad enough to be exploited on television. Right. <laughs> you were put on a talk show. Like, yeah, people would always say these these talk shows they can't be real. They, they can't be real. I don't know anybody that's ever been I was on, on a, I was on a very obscure talk show. Not a lot of people remember it. It exists. It's a thing. I can prove that the show existed. Just nobody can prove that I was on it anymore. I, was, I guess the footage is that old. And thank God. Um, it was called Moral Court. Moral Court. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, it's like a court, court-like show with uh, dealt with... Uh, morals. Morals. It they was... judge morals. You know, like God. What's right and wrong? <laughs> they told you what was right and wrong, and it was the final decision, and it was then made dogmatic. There was dogma after it. <laughs> because you're uh, you're a pagan, right? I, I'm, I am a long, long time pagan. Um, um, I come from a family of people who had spirituality, and then all of a sudden found Christianity. A lot like. I would say like Christianity started with my grandparents. Okay, so a couple generations above you. Right. There's there's a history of us being pagans, mm-hmm. and uh, I've always felt that way. I've never felt Christian. I, I don't walk into those spaces and feel the presence of a god. You don't feel comfortable there. Right. And um, yeah, that's a long ass that's a long ass story. But we're gonna get into it. Um, yeah. That was a problem. My mother, who has passed since passed away, we had conversations a lot about this. Um, my mom doesn't see it the way that I do, but I see it from a child's perspective. And I remember us being very connected to nature and my mom being really into teaching us things about like our culture and like wanting us to know these things and making us like read this and look at this article and things like that. And then like my mom went through a rough time. My dad was a piece of shit. And in the 90s, that meant drugs because um, there was no clinics to go talk about domestic violence there was no clinic that really helped you or saved you from it it just kind of prolonged it um my mom got so in such in such a dark place that like she started doing drugs right i'm not ashamed of it my mom it was was a recovering addict she 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 went through some shit (laughs) like i'm I'm not ashamed of it well you're very honest on the show and 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 so it's all out there and yeah i'm just i'm just being truthful like why, why lie um, my mom went to rehab, and in my like this is how it happened in my childlike head. My mom went to rehab for the first time when I was like eight. 
Wow. And she was like gone for like a whole year. And when she came back, she was on some Jesus shit. Right. Like Which is like common in uh recovery for But them no, to- no, no. She was on some fire and brimstone, like Jesus shit, like borderline like Carrie's mom shit. Whoa, whoa. Like she was on some shit. Seriously. And the rest of my brothers and sisters kinda like fell in line because it was all they knew. And me, I was like, oh, no, like, I'm a pagan. She's like, well, you can't believe in these things and this thing because it's the devil. I'm like, well, I don't believe in the devil. Well, like, we have long conversations about, like, my belief, here's how I break down the devil. There's Satan and then there's the Christian devil. I don't believe in the devil because the Christian devil doesn't really have any power. The Christian devil is a... Uh, it's less of a conversation about some unseen deity that's walking around causing havoc and more about human nature. Right. We are the devil. Right. We are the devil. It's an excuse to, uh, it's an excuse to give people a reason. Like it's not your fault. It can't be humans fault. It can't be our fault. Why, why things are going wrong. No, it's gotta be some, some power. There's gotta be, like, I seek something more fulfilling. I seek something that I can feel. And when I walked in places that my mom tried to take me and talk about Christianity, I felt nothing. Um, and I know, like, this is getting all paranormal and shit, and we're talking about religion. But this is an experience, and this is how I got there. Yeah. <laughs> so buckle up, son of a bitch. Um, I had these long conversations with my mom. They never got violent or anything like that, but they would get pushy. Like, they would get pushy. Like, my mom used to, like, wake us up in the middle of the night to read Bible. And like want us to like have choir practice and shit like, like that. in the middle of when you're sleeping? Yeah. Like my mom was tripping when she first came back. Wait, so like okay. How old are you? You're, you said you're eight? I was like seven or eight. So eight. Uh so you're going to bed like say nine o'clock, you know, yeah, whatever like for for a kid that age. You like what come eleven eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock? One o'clock in the morning sometimes. Wake us up, read Bible things, scare us to death with these but brimstone stories because we're little kids and like Jeez. I knew about death before most kids knew about death. And I knew about death because of the, the fanaticism of Christianity. And, 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 and would she would make you read a, read a verse or we read, would read like whole chapters of the Bible. Listen, my mom read the Bible. She would ask us to sing. We'd be singing to like three o'clock in the morning and falling asleep. She's yelling at us because we're not singing right. Like I used to love to sing. I don't love to sing anymore. Two. Like keeping you up two hours at, at that age. Yeah, in the middle we used of the to be night, up so. like in the middle of the night, or she would have us like performing in front of other people. Like we'd have to like sing it. Like every time somebody came over to the house, she was asking us to sing. Like it would just be forced on us, and it just became like wow. Like she went away, and they like brainwashed her with this Christianity thing. And when she came back here, I was supposed to just swallow it. I was like, no, I'm, I'm still a pagan. So I fought against it with everything that was so, in me. And so explain like paganism to anybody who wouldn't understand it. Uh, okay, I am, how do, how can I say this? I am an eclectic, druidic witch. I believe in the stars. I believe in the old gods. I believe that there is, well, there is ritual and there's a commune between us and like the ether and nature. Nature, I believe, right? Yeah, I believe there's, there's a, there's a connect. And that at some point with all this technology and fighting and like, Humanity, we forgot how powerful we really were. Yeah. And being druidic is a way of celebrating that. And I do feel like I have more of a connection with nature than than, than most people. Right. That's a, and that's something very great. It's like Wiccan. 
related to Wiccans this? Wiccans are a form of paganism, but like I'm, I'm not. I don't want to downplay Wiccans, but Wicca was something when I was coming up. I was 10, 11 years old, knowing about like runes and like knowing about like um, chanting and knowing about like or firework and all that other stuff. Knowing about those things, knowing that those things were possible with my hands, just from ancestry. Um, I started coming up around like 10 and the college students who were in college in the 90s were pretty much like these new Wiccans and most of the witches that you see on TV are Wiccans. Right. It's, 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 they make, Wicca is real. Television makes it romantic. Right. Romance, romanticizes the, right. They romanticize the idea, the idea of being Wiccan. They make it more like, it's just like, oh, something you decide to be one day. They're, they're natural born Wiccans. But when people say Wicca, they automatically think like Hot Topic. Right. Get you a book from Hot Topic. Right. (laughs) Like, that's not like, that's not what I was about. Like, I'm like old. Like, witches have been in my family's lineage for a very long time. And I'm probably the last one. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm probably the last one. Because you are still uh, practicing. I'm still practicing and everybody else in my family is Christian. Or some form of Christian. And so, uh, like, what are some like of the blindly like the worshiping? What are some of the rituals that Ooh. that you still practice? I still scry. I still um, ground. I ground myself every day. Uh, I cast spells. I chant. I can go into another place in my mind and die in this body every day if I want to, <laughs> which is what I do. That's how I sleep. I don't really sleep. <laughs> like I don't really sleep. Like, how many hours of sleep did you get last night? Last night, probably, uh, probably. Uh, I don't know. I'm working a full week. Six. I am working a full week off of eight hours of sleep. You're like a vampire. Do the, do the math. <laughs> like, do the math. Seven days, eight hours of sleep. One of those days, I get to sleep for two hours. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. That, that's how my brain works. But like, people say that's a mental illness. Um. I think it's an ability that other humans don't have, so it makes me super. Interested. Yeah, why can't it be an ability? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's an ability. It sounds very X Men ish. It's like the mutants are. Uh, oh, that's a problem. It's a disease. No, wouldn't that be an ability? Right. Well, I also believe in the Fey. People don't. People don't believe in the. the I don't know if you ever heard about the Fey before. No. Um, the Fey comes up in Irish lore, but they exist down in, in every country. Um, in Irish lore, the Fey are like. Fairies, oh. but not like, not like bedtime fairies. Oh. Like not like bedtime fairies at all. Not like those like Peter Pan fairies. Like darker. Like, like the fae are darker. Like the fae can be any form of being outside of the realm of human. Interesting. Like there's sprites. There's vampires. There's harpies. Those are all fae. Ah, so it's a larger, it's a larger term for a lot of interconnecting species right. of that uh some people call it fantastical the woods the the forest is alive it is a fae right right, right. it's almost like the force right kind of like, i believe in those things and um and star wars my mom there. was like it's fairy tale stuff and it's the devil when she came back from rehab <sighs> and um leading up to uh, moral court, which right. we got very far right. Away from. So that was a good that was a good setup. Like, a, I think you needed that information going into this. So, so I smoked a lot of weed when I was like 15, 16 years old, and I was really getting into like Jim Morrison. I for a couple of months thought I was Dionysus. <laughs> like, I did some shit in the woods. Um, DMT in the nineties. I did DMT in the nineties. Catch up. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I did DMT in the 90s. For your mind. For all you motherfuckers who are just figuring out DMT now, I'm old school. I'm an elder. Um, I started doing DMT in the woods, and my um, belief in the Fae would become apparent to people because I would start talking about it. And one day, I was having a conversation with my mom, and I didn't deny that I was high because why would I deny being high to somebody who already knows what drugs feel like? I don't think I'm high. Like, but, like, I who feel, knows what like worse drugs feel like? I was like, I, I did DMT. It's not addictive. <laughs> like I'm going, I'm going places, but I'm I'm not gonna keep going there because the shit's expensive. <laughs> like, <laughs> the shit's expensive and it's, it's too much hassle to go through to get. Do you know what you have to do to get fucking penal gland, you motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Besides, you know, like who wants to be like that? All, I like you got to rest in between. You got to rest that mind in between. You can't just be doing it every day. Yeah, like right. That was that was part of my mom's argument, <laughs> but she made it religious. Yeah. She said I needed to find Jesus and that she was going to mandatorily make me go into church. And we got into a huge argument, and that argument resulted in most people would say black Southern, like of Scottish descent, Jamaican family, that this woman whooped my ass. No, you, you'd be wrong this time. <laughs> no, <laughs> you'd be wrong this time. She didn't put her hand on me. She was really upset. She slammed some shit. She broke the dishes. She never touched me. She just walked off. And then, like, we woke up the next morning to have breakfast. And when I came in to have breakfast, like, I was looking down the floor because I ain't want no smoke. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I wasn't going to change my religion, but I still ain't want no smoke. So it, it was I, still hot. It was right. still hot matter. She still like she still had hands. Like, at my mom at 16, she had super hands. Uh-huh. You think my hands are great? My mom's hands were immaculate. She used to fight dudes. <laughs> yeah. She used to fight dudes. Um, I sit down at the table, head down, and she goes, we're going to Hollywood. <laughs> Just like that? Like- and I would never say this out loud. I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> yeah, but, of course you would never say it to who no, to that was in your head. I heard Hollywood and my mind wanted to be like, bitch, what happened? And then I had realized that I have a black mom. So I was like, What? We're going where? And she said, We're going to Hollywood. And I went for what? <laughs> and she said, I'm taking you on TV. Now, I went on two I went on two shows that weekend. We'll get into the second one later. Because I don't know if there's actual footage of that anywhere. And I hope on my mama. No, I'm not going to say that because my mom's dead. I'm so sorry, mom. (laughs) On this fucking bottle of water here, this life water. I swear I hope nobody ever finds it. All right, well. I was on some flock of seagulls shit in 96, yo. Yeah, yeah, I mean, (laughs) so moral court was the, so was the plan trip was moral court. Yeah, the plan trip was moral court. The first show we went to was moral court. And this and is downtown Hollywood. Right. And they gave us $200 when we got there. Is this like Studio City? It was like Studio City, Hollywood. Right. Like off, like, like, they Universal area. Like, let me tell you about this tour. So when we got there, it was, like, it was a complimentary tour before you go to your hotel room. Right. Like this dude pulled up in his van and he drove us to like all the places where black people, like famous black people died in California. Really? Like, like you know, who? Like Marvin Gaye. Like we went to oh. Marvin Gaye's house. And he was like, yeah, you got his dad him. killed him? So yeah, he was like, yeah, his dad came out the door right there. He fucking shot him right here. And I was like, wow. Oh. Like, mom, get me the fuck out of here. Like, like, why does it keep taking it's us like, to our heroes, like, death sites? Did you go to, like, uh, <laughs> Nicole Brown Simpson? Where, uh, oh, this was 96. Was she dead by then? Oh, I don't know. Well, well, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, I think she was. But it was, like, 90. 90- Did the verdict come out then? I don't think the verdict came out by 96. I think she got killed in, like, what, 93? No, because the, the trial was, like, 94 to 96. So she got killed in 93. Like, yeah, like, or 94, maybe. 
Someone call in and they, I probably wouldn't took us there. Answer us. I know they took us to Marvin Gaye's house. That shit was traumatic as fuck. Okay. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he was standing right here. Like the dude said it so nonchalant. He was like, yeah, he was standing right here. And then, um, yeah, his dad came out and was like, bow. <laughs> <laughs> like he was there or something. I had the videotape. <laughs> and I was like, yo, mom, this is mad traumatic. Like, this is not fun. And my mom was like, yeah, let's go find something to eat. And we from we from New York. Rochester, New York, to be specific, not like New York City, because we we're six hours. Away. We're still like country as fuck, but we're New York State. So New York State pizza and wings is a standard. Oh yeah, wings. in 1996 in Hollywood, it was not. No, <laughs> well, still, uh, still, you go travel places and wings and pizza are not really a thing. So look, me and my mom was beefing. Like remember, we got on a plane beefing. We landed in Hollywood beefing. <laughs> oh, uh, can I ask you this? How much time's in between her telling you, uh, "Hey, I'm bringing you on. T- I'm using the power of television to heal you." Oh shit! I skipped that. And then, <laughs> and then going. How much time is in between that and then the trip? Like it was a Friday morning, and we was on the plane Saturday. So it was yeah, it was like that. It was. I have friends who have done. Judge Judy, and it was much the same. Like, oh, it, it's coming up next week. And like, from that Friday morning of her telling me why she was taking me to Hollywood and what show we was going on, like, yo, it was straight up mental mental gymnastics going on for the rest of the time before we got on the plane. Like, it was straight up bullshit. <laughs> like, straight up bullshit. Like, and you're how old? I was, like, almost 16. Like, about to be 16. Like, teen angst going on. I was just upset because I felt like something like now by this time I had been in out of in out of foster care and shit like that because my mom was rehab so I lived with my grandparents for a while they were my foster parents and then like around like 16 like my mom snapped took me on TV then I moved and got put into foster care permanently wow. <laughs> like like this was kind of the lichman <laughs> um, and the, to think that like daytime television was the lichman so t- alright take us to show day <laughs> show day so we can't find pizza and wings because we from New York. Ugh. We just we just went to where um, Marvin Gaye got clapped. <laughs> like like like, like, you, my, like my, you needed to go there. Like you took us to a place where somebody got clapped. This is my first hour in like Hollywood, and like I'm like I have no idea where I am space wise in Hollywood, California, because I've never been in California. So I don't know if I'm standing in Compton. I don't know if Compton and Hollywood are the same thing. Santa Monica. I don't know where the fuck I am. I just know what I see on cops and people begin pop to L.A. Yeah. L.A., Hollywood, whatever you want to call it. I, in my mind, my 16, 15-year-old mind. In 96. California was Los Angeles, and Hollywood, and Compton. In right, my mind. It was right. those three places. <laughs> and most of the time when you watched the news, you saw Compton. And Compton was getting sprayed up. But um, Hollywood was weird because it's an illusion. Hollywood is a fucking illusion. I was, so, I was so upset when we got there. We got off the plane. Now, this is in 96. So Hollywood was supposed to be jumping off back then. It was like... All the rock stars was like, we was in fucking Hollywood and driving, blah, 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 and all that other shit. Yeah. And when we got to Hollywood, it was dope for like two blocks, and then it was the hood on both sides of it. Oh, wow. Like, you walk past Mass Theater and a bunch of little shops, like, and you see all the Hollywood squares and shit, and then you get like two blocks up, and that shit is gone. Yeah. I mean, I've been to Hollywood myself, and uh, <coughs> yeah, there are those like dips. There's a, like, you're, you're, you're in the hood. if you're just driving along and all of a sudden you're like, wait, uh, wait a minute. Like, I we, thought the, the cars are changing. Like, what's going on? I thought we was on, I thought we was on Hollywood Boulevard. How the fuck we get in the motherfucking middle of fucking Compton. Right. Um, like Death Row music video Compton. 
So, <laughs> like, like, so you go there. You're the, you're there. You're in we LA. We can't find fucking food, so we argue all fucking night. And then I want to say at like five thirty in the morning, this dude knocks on the door and tells us that like makeup and clothing is there at the hotel, and that the van was gonna be waiting downstairs. And then like for an hour from five thirty to six thirty. I spent my time listening to my mom get hyped up in the other room because they gave us a room with an adjoining door. Getting hyped up in the other room by the fucking um, producers while they was getting her ready. And then some dude was in there like supposed to be helping me out. He was like an assistant or some shit like that. He kept bringing me these bullshit outfits. Like he tried to dress me like the craft like a couple times. Uh, he tried to dress me like, like fucking like stereotypical like you see black shrouded like shit in the circle. Gothic. Like, like he tried to like be able put this black lipstick on. Hey, what about this? Like, we can give you like a weird contact. Super stereotypical, <laughs> trying to hype it up. You know, like, you could come on TV, like you want to represent. You gotta look spooky, right? And I was like, oh, my religion is not about being spooky. You stood your ground against the producer. Well, I argue with the producer, and then I was like, this is the first time people realized I was a real diva out here in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not. I'm not wearing that. No. 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 So, and they so they let you dress the way. We had to compromise. Like they they cut my hair first off. What? They cut and colored my hair, but I wanted my hair cut and colored, so I had to work. Oh, wow. All right. I got the free, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Out here. Don't make it hot. Don't make it hot. (laughs) Get that free, free. Like, don't make it hot. I got that free, free for new, new for me, me. Did you get that uh, stipend? Like that daily. they gave us two hundred dollars. Yeah, but like the haircut and all that shit was free. Well, and me and my mom, we from North Carolina, we pocketed that shit. That two hundred dollars didn't get spent in California. <laughs> didn't get spent in California. Tell you that much. Not like our our friend who no. every uh, dollar went they to uh, Judge Judy and got a tattoo. No fuck. A that. lawnmower tattoo. No fuck all of that, bro. <laughs> like, uh, uh, they paid us two hundred dollars when we got there. We also got paid when we left. But I'll get to that. <laughs> like okay. I'll get to that. So for an hour, I'm arguing with this dude. They cut dye my hair, buy me new glasses. Really? They bought me new frames because I said I'm not going on TV with wireframe glasses. Like I was a diva. Wow. Like I was a diva. I was out here getting money, nigga. They, <laughs> like, they wanted their show about. I'm a witch, but let's not forget I'm from the hood. A teen witch lover. Yeah, they thought Sabrina, the teenage witch, was going to walk out on stage mixed with, like, fucking some vampire shit. Yeah. And I wasn't having it. I was like, no, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to be myself. How about that? Yeah. I'm going to speak from the heart. I'm going to talk truth. And I'm going to bat down bullshit questions. You're not going to be able to keep most of this. Literally, one of the things that I said to the producer, producer, oh, you're not going to be able to keep most of the things that I say. Because I was a smart-ass 15-year-old. I knew what I couldn't say on television. I'm like, yes, I can. I'm gonna try today. <laughs> I'm gonna try today. I'm trying to say everything on TV. Um, You're trying to drop cuss words. Oh, I, and- uh, well, I apologize to the children who might be listening to this by proxy because um, you got cool parents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I use the word cunt a lot that day. Yeah, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> or maybe I am. maybe I broke a record. I don't know. I see. There's two schools of thoughts with that word. I mean, my mom will look. She would go upside your head. That word was just like, some, I went overboard that day. Some people are completely offended by it, but the whole country of... Uh, I never called my mom that. Like, you, I want to be clear. Britain. I am still black. Um, if I would have called my mom that, I wouldn't be here today. The show wouldn't exist. Because that's real. 90s moms hit you. They there's, didn't take you to therapy. They hit you. There's no more <laughs> There's no more talk shows to, <laughs> to bring you on right nowadays. Here. No, because we figured out that talk shows don't work. 
Y'all still fucking wilding out like but worse than we was. Like I got took on show for being a witch. I didn't get take taken on the show to find out who my baby mama was. So let's go to let's go there let's go to now you're on set. Alright, so we on set, right? And they hyping my mom up. Now we in two different rooms. They've separated us now. Now, my mom got an extra hundred dollars out of the deal because she's a hustler. And I appreciate that about her. Now, I, being her child, also got an extra hundred dollars out of the deal because when we got there and we realized what they was doing, we was like, I'm not going to stay, Joe. Because I got another hundred dollars, Joe. We started pulling that shit off some warrior shit. <laughs> yeah, and if anybody doesn't know what that means, it means holding holding the promoter up for money. I'm right. not going for out cocaine there. cocaine and money. Uh, you got me right here to right before stepping out, and I'm not going to do it till you give me more money. So I need more money in a bag of raw. <laughs> <laughs> So the show happened, so we know what you got. Uh, <laughs> no, no, so we go out there. <laughs> so we go out there, and the guy's, like, trying to, like, pit us against each other. And my mom's just telling her story. Like, I guess my mom figured out, like, oh, no, we're not about to look stupid on TV. My mom was like, no, I'm not doing all that shit. So my mom just told what she believed. She believed that Christianity was the religion that would save my soul. That's what she believed. My argument was... You found Christianity, and that's good for you. I'm a pagan. That's what works for me. That's what works for me. And what they was like, they was like, no, but your mom said backstage. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And then, like, I was like, I don't believe my mom said that at all. And then they did the same thing to her. And my mom, like, got hyped for a second. And then she looked at me and realized what they was doing. And she was like, no. Y'all not about to embarrass us on TV. She was smart enough to be like, whoa, okay, I catch you. You're trying to play both sides against each other. You're hyping this up. Right, so then he started making a bunch of stereotypes about my religion. And he was like, oh, spooky lamps and lanterns and fake plastic skeletons. And And this is the judge? Yeah, like, and he was like, and and worship. That judge show I did not Uh, see. What was his name? Oh, it was like fucking, what the fuck was his dude's name? Google, what was this piece of shit fucking moral court judge's piece of shit name? Holy shit, I looked it up when you said that. I'm just kidding, mm-hmm. folks. <laughs> uh, judge Larry Elder. Larry Elder. He told me that, like, worshiping the devil and killing animals in the wood, all things that are not pagan, these are actually things that people say in urban legend about Satan worshippers. Also not true about Satan worshippers. They're some of the coolest people on the planet, so eat a dick. Um, <laughs> eat a whole dick. Eat a bag of dicks. Um, eat a bag of god dicks. So this judge, that's air quotes, this judge uh, on the show, he had um, no experience as a judge. He's never been a judge. He was a judge purely on television. And he was presiding over one of the most important things you can judge a person over, their moral character. Actually, you can't judge people over their moral character. Nobody can do that but the gods. Exactly. Dickhead. <laughs> like, 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 dickhead. Yeah, and, 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 like, what a, what a, what a, like, I am, I don't need any kind of degree. I don't, how'd they pick this guy? Is it, like. I don't know. Like, they did, all I know is he tried to Jerry Springer us before it was really, like, Jerry Springer's time. Yeah, but Jerry Springer had, like. Ways about it, you know. He, he, we got a little fight in there, but then he'd give us our little final thought. They the book, they book it like what was they like? I'm saying it's not like complete at that time in '96. It wasn't completely booked, but they used a lot of manipulation to get some of that shit on those shows to pop off back then. Yeah, like they had people going out there under false pretenses a lot, and they thought me and my mom was falling in front of that shit. And we from motherfucking Asheville, North Carolina, and we can't be played, bitch. So which uh, <laughs> like, we can't be. So played. how how's the so he's. Tell us what the judge is doing. He's 
So the judge kind of like um, outed me a little bit. Like kind of outed me as being like bisexual. Really? Like, yeah, like kind of outed me. Like it wasn't like blatant, but like my mom was like, what? <laughs> like my mom was like, what? Because at the time, like I was denying it. Like, What did he say? I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was something to the effect of like playing both sides or going both ways is what he called me. You kind of sat over here just playing both sides, going both ways. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, that triggered you. Yeah. Right. I was like, you just, did you just out me? And also, he like scathingly went after my like spirituality, which I hold very dear to me. It's the thing that has helped me survive most of my life. I've never been anything else. Mm-hmm. I've always been a pagan. What makes it any different than any other religion? Right. If you have you have the ability to believe in Christianity, I don't knock that. It's not for me. Right. It's not the God I serve. Same with Satanism. And, and you know, it's like you just don't follow my God. And my mom. If you're just a good person, you're a good person. My mom believed that at one point to my knowledge, my mom believed that it was like a competition. That at the end, like we were going to figure out who was right and wrong. And I'm like, yeah, that's not a competition. That's just reality. In the end, we're going to find out who was who was seeking to be right and who like actually gets to Valhalla or a name or any place Nirvana. like that. Like, right, like who's going to like ascend. That's not like a competition. That's just how it's going to work. Yeah. Some of us are going to be wrong enough and, and believe deeply enough in something that we're going to do something evil. And then there are some of us who have spirituality. I don't have a belief system. There's no way to like follow exactly what I'm doing with my spirituality because it is specific to me. And that's what I held dear about being a pagan. I, I believe that I watched too much conformity. When my mom came back, she was a totally different person. And it's all these rules and things that she conformed to kind of like became things that we had to be governed by. And I was like, oh, fuck that. Like, so... This guy's agreeing with my mom. My mom's respectful, but she's like getting like amped up because now she's being told she's right by a person who has like no religious background, no right to tell me what's morally correct in this situation. We went on a television show and this dude is gassing my mom up. So this is my proudest moment. Oh, this is where we're getting to. When he passed down his sentence, which he does on camera in front of everybody after a deliberation of about five minutes and somebody coming to fix his powder on his face. Um, he condemns me for being a pagan, tells me that I am morally um, incorrect and that I should follow the gods that my mother chooses. He says this on television. He says you should choo- you should follow the god my mother chooses. That your mother chooses. Right. He said something to that effect and I went, hey, um, you're not even a real judge. And everybody went, oh, gasp. And I went to think that, to have the audacity to believe that you're going to drag me to Hollywood so some actor cunt <laughs> can tell me that my, what, I'm, thousands of years before Christ's religion is somehow wrong. <laughs> that on a, on a judge show, on a, on a second-rate CW network. Right. <laughs> WB network. You're fucking, like... I saw them co- like color copy your diploma to put on the wall this morning. Fuck you. <laughs> you can't tell me that my spirituality is wrong. And then in my mind's eye, I put a curse on the entirety of the room. Oh, no wonder that show went off there. 
Like I, I, I was in supreme silence. Like the, the bell silence came around me. And for the rest of the time that he was talking to me, cause I like literally blanked out. Like I blanked out the fucking uh, bailiffs that have come over. They're not even bailiffs. They're just dressed like them. Uh-huh. Cause there are no bailiffs from Merrill moral court. Like there's no bailiffs because there's no moral court. That's called uh, the rapture. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's Christian, right? That's called the fucking rapture, right? Yeah. There's no moral court. <laughs> like, what man on this planet could tell you you're morally wrong? I mean, only God can judge me. That's how I look at it. If you out here cucking and licking feet, you can't tell me shit. We all believe the same. We all believe the same, and I can make you believe the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you out here like dumpster diving and wop dancing, you can't tell me shit. Mm-hmm. So, so the judgment comes down. Judgment comes down. My mom gets $2,500. Cha-ching. Oh, yeah. I forgot to leave. I left that part out. Moral court. If you lost morally, you you won a prize, a money prize. Meaning that it's not a court, but a fucking game show. <laughs> uh, literally, yeah. It's a fucking game show. It's I, not a court. Like it actually... <laughs> Probably was classified as such in Hollywood. But in my mom's head, it, we went to court and she won. Oh, I gave her so much. And I was like, that was a game show. You could have put Pat fucking Sajak in that black robe and did the same shit. <laughs> like, we could have spent the wheel in between and nobody would have noticed. We were on fucking Wheel of Fortune and not on CW on bullshit ass moral court. We're fucking judge air quotes Larry Elder. I, I don't. I, I barely head. even remember this show. How good? You know. I mean, come on. And it played. I'm sure it was like a CW network kind of thing, right? So let me tell you something. Um, it played the week after I got uh, home. Whoa! That's we soon? didn't say nothing to nobody. And when I walked into high school the day it aired, I was Ralph Macchio. <laughs> like I was, oh. I was Ralph Macchio for like a day because I was on TV. Oh yeah, but the whole like Ralph Macchio in a good way, not I, the beginning of Karate Kid, right? But I couldn't like I couldn't enjoy it because like um they cut like ninety percent of the things that I said. Oh, so it was butchered. It up. was just this guy like telling me I was wrong, and my mom nodding and being like, "Yeah," which and then like them exaggerating and like cutting the parts where she would say certain things, like being in the woods and around fires all the time. Like, oh my god! Like they try to make to make me sound like a swamp ghoul. And what like cutting to yeah. you, just showing you with all full of attitudes, like standing me, there. Me with a jar full of teeth. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm a witch, not a movie monster. Catching frogs and. I know you watched The Craft in '96. I did too. It was a great movie, but it's not real. It's fiction, folks. The way that I experience magic is not the way television depicts it. That's how I explain it. It's different. Yeah, I mean, it- magic is different for everybody, but I, there's intention in my will. What magic is about is about will. Do you have a strong will? Do you think your will... All right, look, here's a question that comes from my religion. This is going to be off topic. We'll get back to the TV show shit. Yeah. We're, we're just fucking... We're riffing. Do, 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 do. We're just doing we're riffing. I... Fucking, uh, um, here's what I'll say. Oh, did I lose my thought? No, no, here's what I'll say. Do you think that when you die, you will have the will to stay here? To stay here on stay Earth? stay here on Earth. Like, okay. So, my question is, are you talking... You don't get to go back to your body, but you stay here. Like, you're talking the moment of death. The moment of death. Like, am I still alive, or am I 
dead. dead. I just died. You just died. Just died. Like you don't get to stay in your body. Do you think your will? Like, there's will keep no you way I can stay in my no, body. Your, your body is gone. And will I? So you're saying like, will at that moment I want to be going? Do you think that this thing that we walk around with called the soul has the will to keep you here? Yes. I know I do. <laughs> See, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my religion in a nutshell. I know I have that will. Um, heaven for some pagans, some eclects, uh, some dru- people in the druidism and, and druidry. Uh, death for me is not the end. Right. It's the end of this form. But like, it's part of the a, journey. A, a journey like mine, a, a will in, uh, to endure things like mine, doesn't build to just dissipate when the body doesn't disappear. Like, this is going to exist beyond me. Like, and being a witch and being close to nature and seeing it all around me, is that's my religion. That's my spirituality. Right. My mom and them, they have to have this ancient figure pointing at them from fucking a thousand years to actually 2020 years ago. Yeah, well, if they say that's numbers off too. <laughs> I mean, give or take... Hundreds of years. The Earth is roughly in the year fifty-five twenty-seven. That's what they say, yeah. But there's still three thousand years before that we can't account for. So we're getting off, getting off topic. Um, we're way off topic. I got the will to stay here. That's what my religion is about. My mom's, um, my mom needed that finger wagging at her. From some distant time telling you that, like, you are the ultimate antagonist. Only the ones who serve me get to heaven. You still get to be the ultimate antagonist. But if you do it using these rules, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, you are holy. So then we started policing, um... We started policing girls in the house, telling them what they could and could not wear. They started telling me what role I needed to play in, like gender roles. Right. With trans children. Really not something you should fucking, not a hill you want to die on. Because I was told, like, what ear I could get pierced. I dyed my hair too much. Now, mind you, these are things that I have been doing for years. You leave and then you come back with this new ideology and I'm just supposed to, like, snap too? Um... Are you saying like post court at this point? No, we're talking about before that. Oh. Like this is right before we went to court. court. That's how right, it was. Right, like right, she right, like right. came back, and in two years' time went from being like this like really nat- natural figure who believed in the ether and believed in nature and believed in spirituality to now everything that she kind of like taught me is the devil. So like <laughs> I I set you up. And now, uh, like, you're doing wrong for, for following what you were Right, I taught, taught you this, and now I'm saying that, well, everything that I taught you is wrong. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. And everybody else being like, oh, okay, and me being like, fuck that. Fuck that. Um, no, that's bullshit, and but I get popped in my mouth a lot. Unfortunately, the judge of moral, moral court doesn't agree with you. Yeah, because my mom got $2,500. <laughs> and we also uh, worked the motherfuckers for 300 additional dollars apiece. And we also ate for free. Wait, so how did you get to Ricky Lake for there? Oh, uh, look, let me tell you. We so, got to go back. <laughs> my mom was mad. 
because I we we got to an argument in the hotel after the show. <laughs> oh, and so the drama continued because she was she was bragging. If she they was only like, had the cameras there, she kept saying the judge, the judge, she who's that actor? She kept saying the judge, and I literally kept going the actor. <laughs> and she was like the judge, and I was like the man who is paid to act like a judge. Like that's mom. There's no such thing as moral court. It's not an actual court. It's not a. This is like getting. If I was morally wrong for anything, and I had to go to court. Wouldn't I be in some kind of like shackles? Or <laughs> you know why I can't go to court for being a pagan? Because it's not against the law. You know, we, we don't like we don't like talk about a lot of wrestling things. But there's like there was wrestlers court. It's about as legitimate as that. Right. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about wrestling. <laughs> like, like, but like it was like it was like you went to like a play. And one of the characters on stage just happened to be dressed like a judge. It wasn't like a real court. And she was just like, she kept, the judge said, the judge said, the judge said. And then she disappeared again. <laughs> like she went for a walk, air quotes. Oh. <laughs> was, like left the hotel? She like left the hotel. And like, I like ordered room service because it was fucking free. Like, <laughs> and like, why not? I ate pizza and shit like that. And I was chilling outside and this like fucking like pixie chick walked past. And this is how I know that I'm of the earthly realm and that one day I will join the Fae. Because this pixie chick just walked up out of nowhere and she gave me weed. And then she like disappeared when she saw my mom coming. Whoa. And she took everything with her so I didn't have to worry about shit. Whoa. And I was high as fuck. And my mom comes back, so this is why the story's going to get fuzzy at this point. Because I was smoking Cali weed for the first time at like 15. I was smoking reefers, Rochester reefers, before we we got to California. The weed is different. The weed in 96 was um, long clippings, children. Yeah, you guys have no idea. You guys are spoiled with how how far uh, weed has gone. You don't know how much wet grass I've smoked. (laughs) Back in the day, you, you got what you got. And you had to go to Cali to really get it, because even the travel, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same. You don't know how many seeds I've smelled burn. You ain't never seen no seed in this loud. When the last time you saw a seed in this loud? No, yeah, right. If I see a seed in this loud, the the, the price of it goes down significantly. Yeah, no, no seeds. We I got a bag right here. No unless, seeds. Unless there's some growing seeds. Unless you're gonna teach me how to grow it. And I ain't got no. We, we're it. sitting here. We're smoking out of. We got a blunt going right now. But and, yeah, like, so I'm high as fuck. Uh, so, so your Bob's out, you're, you're, you're chilling. You got the weed. This pixie gives me some weed. We smoked a fucking, your Bob comes back a cone. My mom's coming back. Pixie Caesar poof, dark wing ducks on me. <laughs> like, dark wing uh, right, straight up purple smoked on me. Boom. When there's trouble, you call the dummy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like she just, boom, they disappeared. My mom comes, I'm sitting outside, eyes redder than the devil's dick. <laughs> what you been up? What's, what's her reaction? Eyes redder than the devil. She's mad, she's mad at you for you know you guys are hot at each other. Which what's her, how does she approach you? Here's my secret. From ninety oh ninety four to like ninety six, my mom had never seen me sober, so it really wasn't a fucking deal. Like, but she could smell it in the air, but she couldn't prove it was mine because I didn't throw anything. I didn't move. I made sure when the tyrannosaurus eyes fixed on me that I stayed silent. And like, so she starts mumbling some shit. And then in the middle of this mumble, me being high as fuck, thinking about Elote because the Elote truck pulled up. Because we had Elote that night, yo. I'll never oh, forget that really? Shit. Time having I, have, I only had it just recently. Like real for street, the first time. Like real street Elote, like a truck pulled up. Oh. Again, but I digress. Um, so I'm hungry as shit. My mom's mumbling shit. All of a sudden, I hear Lake. 
And I'm like, what, you, what you gonna drown me? <laughs> like, like, I literally Oh, you like, you, you heard her say lake? I heard her say lake, and I went, like, straight chong her. Like, so what, are you gonna drown me, man? Like, I was high as fuck. Are you gonna put me in the, are you gonna put me in the She's bottom like, of it? yo, we're going on Ricky Lake, and we gotta get up early tomorrow, and I fucking, like... Charlie Brown mom there. Like, <laughs> so this is 96? Like 96, 95. Is this like the first season of I think it was Ricky the first Lake? season of Ricky Lake. It was like the first season of Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake, we had to go to San Francisco. Did you know who Ricky Lake was at this point? No. No. So I like, give, I didn't give a fuck. Like hairspray, none of that. Nope, I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm black. Um, <laughs> and then it did, the show did it really, was like. It was like she had long hair. She was wearing a suit. It was they good. told us that she used to be really big. She wasn't really big. She was kind of small to me. She was nice. But like the the audience at Ricky Lake was the problem. It wasn't Ricky. The audience. Because they get to ask questions and but say they insults. Get to, and they, and, you, and hey. Um, get claps. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, humans are trash. And if they don't understand something, instead of trying to understand diversity, what they do is they trash it. So what's the episode of Ricky about? What's the title of the episode? Uh, the title of the episode was something about witches, and it was like I think about it was like my child is obsessed with witchcraft, and there was like these weird kids on there that you knew were actors, and then there was like a couple of real like pagan kids in the mix. Like one, um, when you ask, "What gods do you serve?" and pagans uh, will say which gods they serve. I serve Hecate. I serve the Crone. I serve uh, the nothing. Period. <laughs> like, those are the gods I serve. There are more gods than that, but those are the ones that I serve. She asked the other girl, and she was like, I worship Isis, I worship this, and I worship that. She asked these two actor kids, and they were like, oh, it's just cool. We kind of like worship the devil, me. The devel. And we were like, ooh, actors. Evil. Like, actors. And once again, um, before we got on stage, like, uh, some people pulled up. We went to, like, we got a, a van. The next morning, after my mom told me this shit, not to skip the story, and we drove from Hollywood to San Francisco in a van. Like, and like, you got to see the fucking, like, the bridge and shit like that. And the fucking, like, it was cool as fuck. It was a cool ass ride. The whole time, my mom was ice grilling me because I, like, like, I wouldn't give her no satisfaction with the <laughs> air quote judge. The fake judge. I was like, I'm not having that. Like, she was like, you got to start changing. You got to change. The judge said so. And I'm like, that's not a judge. Like, I almost cussed at my mom. So was Ricky cool? Like, well, when we get there, <laughs> hold on a second. We're going to get there. Right. When we get there, we like the hotel room was right next to the studio. We get to the hotel room. We got like probably like three hours before it starts shooting. Um, We eat. My mom ice grills me some more. Then these people come up to the hotel room with these racks and his makeup and shit. And they're like, we got to do your makeup and stuff like that before we get you downstairs. And they tried it again, y'all. They tried oh, it again. Oh, Ricky tried. Ricky's producers tried. Ricky's producers tried to hype me up, man. Yeah, they yeah, tried yeah. to have me in there with like a Freddy Krueger sweater on and a bunch of chains and like. Uh, it's like uh, it's a, they want to get as much hype out of it. They want to see. If, They're like, we want to put dark makeup around your eyes and you, can you wear this cloak and shit? I'm like, no, I'm a, I'm a person, who is a pagan. What is what you would call a witch. This TV shit got to stop, y'all. <laughs> like, this TV shit got to stop, y'all. Like, y'all, pagans are real. We're real people. Like, like paganism is it's anything a, that falls outside of the five religions. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's actually a, 
wider term than they like to. There's Norse pagans. There's Irish pagan pagans. There's like fucking like, there's like Chinese like pagans. There's all pagans of all kinds. Every every country, every region has its own iteration of a pagan. So, the, the most believed and the most known about are the the ones who worship the Greek gods, and then there was the pagans who worshipped in the in the Norse lands. Those are the most um, popular gods because there are a lot of Norse descendants, and there are a lot of like Rome slash like English descendants. So, Popu- so population wise, population wise, like paganism is known as this small scale thing that was then turned into like the headless horseman. Like that's not what it is. Like that's a fucking movie. <laughs> like, um, Buddhism at one time was considered pagan, right? Because it was outside. Like, it was outside of the knowledge of the of the mainstream, right? It was outside of the reach of the Catholic Church. And. You know, like what? Well, what did everybody think we were before Jesus? Right, 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 right. Because remember, there was a history before Jesus. You would, we can only account for roughly three out of thirty-three years of Jesus' life, and then the all, our whole calendar is centered around his death. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, very, yeah, very morbid. Uh, but uh, what were we beforehand? So now we're on this fucking show. They're fucking doing me up, trying to get me to fucking look goofy. I'm not having it because I'm ultra diva. Beyonce before Beyonce. Stop trying to play me out here in these streets. I will dog walk you. I'm not wearing that. They, they don't even know. They don't even know. Like, I'll dog walk you. I'm not wearing that. Like, ruffle shirts and shit like that, trying to make me look weird out here in these streets. Do you get to meet Ricky before going on? So then, we go into the green rooms, mass snacks and shit, and I'm happy about that because once again, I go outside after the debacle again dressed and some pixie pulls up with weed. A different one. A different one. And she was beautiful. And we talked strictly about like, oh, so you're on the show today? And I'm like, yep. And she was like, oh, that's awesome. And she was like, what's your name? I was like, here's my name. Dead name myself here. <laughs> um, like, uh, <laughs> she gave me her name. It was something like, oh, like, it was something very California. It was like white girl California name. I think it was, it was like Chloe or some shit like that. But it, the weed was so loud I couldn't hear. It. <laughs> like it was California weed, y'all. Chloe came it was, through. It was 1996. Chloe came through. Like first, like remember hydroponics jumped off in ninety in ninety six. If you a wee head, wee head, and a lot of you motherfuckers out there and wee heads, like I'm a wee head, so I don't want to hear that bullshit because you smoke a bunch of blunts, don't make you a wee head. We talking about trichromes, we talking about uh, clones, we talking about cannabis cup level shit over here, um, like straight up horticulture. Like '96, um, she passed me the future, and I hit it. And then I turned around, and Ricky Lake is getting, like, brief standing out in the sun right next to me. And I'm, like, breathing out weed. You hit it, and it goes into I like towards blue, blue, I blue towards uh, Ricky? I blew weed smoke right in her face. Oh! And I totally apologized. And then, like, they rushed me into the building because the show started here. And then she brings me out. She was super nice. She didn't bring up the weed. She didn't say nothing to my mom. She just kept laughing and giggling backstage once the show was over about it. Plus, she was just kind of like, I'm, I'm proud of you, but like, wow. <laughs> like, like, and I was like, I was like, I was probably never going to forget myself. Because uh, when I got out there, like, she was asking questions. And then, like, my mom explained her side. And Ricky kind of like was like, that's kind of like frigid. And like, you're telling your child to like be something that they're not. 
or she was else. sticking up for you. Like a she was bit? kind of sticking up for me a little bit. And then she's like, she had to because it's her job. She fed me to the wolves. <laughs> like the audience she started passing the mic around and like people were jumping up and like asking me like um do i have like pentagrams tattooed on me and pentagrams are all the things of power right they don't truly understand they don't understand a pentagram like it's... they just understand it, it the christianity describes it as the mark of the beast and it really doesn't matter uh describe that image actually people are like oh six 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 is the mark of the beast and pentagrams are the mark of the beast we don't know what it looks like um <laughs> And if it's the Mark of the Beast in the Christian book, then I've never heard of it. Why don't we name it? Because I know all the names of the Fae. So, if it has a name, it probably existed. <laughs> like, exactly. It probably existed. Somebody named it. Um. So, like, these people are, like, asking me all these dumb questions. And this is, like, um, where I went to, like, hyperdrive, uh, super masculine mode. Because I'm, like, I'm on television. I don't want people to know I'm gay. And this is how Gabe Sang was born. <laughs> like, on Ricky Lake. I, on Ricky Lake. Um, now, 96, I had like a very uh, wispy voice. It wasn't as smooth as this. It wasn't like Cold 45 smooth. It wasn't smooth jazz. No, it wasn't smooth jazz at all. It was more like fucking experimental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, so I had a squeaky voice. Um, I was very effeminate. I had very long hair. Um, I didn't cut my nails, so my nails were growing to points. Um, I did a lot of hair flips and my head used to move a lot when I talked and my hands used to be on my hips. My dad used to beat me for these things. <laughs> um, uh, laugh or you'll cry. So, <laughs> so, I will cry. Right. So we're fucking, I'm out on stage and I'm talking to these people and I am like, don't flinch. Don't ask fucking snake watch your voice lowered a little bit like the whole time like beating myself up but while that's happening like Gabe Sane is being born so I'm just throwing insults back at these people and then somebody went too far one of the audience one of the audience members one accused me of like trying to act white oh come on because there's no such thing as black pagans Seriously, he believed there was no such thing as black pagans. There's no such thing as black witches. Was this a... There's no such thing as magic. Well, guess what? If you believe that there was some um, woman in the woods of Ireland who knew magic in a place that is younger in age than this place in Africa, who knew magic, and somehow the cultures here only slightly changed from here to here. Is this person white or black? It was a white person. Who says that there are no black people. He said so there are no black. He said there are no black witches. And he, and you're acting white. You're stealing white culture. He accused me of appropriation. And he he accused me of non-existence. Unbelievable. And those are things that like I've always had a problem with. Being a trans person. Being a black person. Being a pagan. In all three of those instances I've been told that I do not exist. And this was the first time it happened in a live audience. It was the first time that I got a child in a room full of adults, like kind of doing the point thing at me. 16 years old. And I went like full on Gabe Saint on television. And I said some things that the FCC said I couldn't say. So they had to edit out a bunch of shit. Guys. Which could be the reason why. Which is the reason why you will never find an episode in its entirety that, is, that lasts longer than 15 seconds with me on it for Ricky Lake. I believe I even looked up... Every episode. Go and ahead. Look it up. I'm not lying was, to you. Like, I was on the show. They're on the season one out of their hundreds of I episodes. Of like, I didn't get shot of it, but, like, 
sat in a room and like told I was wrong by like two two hundred fifty people. I was clicking on I was clicking on them. There was information on them that that witchcraft episode. They there was no information. Yeah, on they it. took that shit off because I was like fuck fuck fuckity fuck fuck. And hey, your mom's your mom was on the show with you, right? Like I went full Phoenix mode. Like your, I like your mom was on stage with my you. My mom was on the stage with me and I don't remember much of her being there because I went into a fuck rage. And what was her attitude? Was she was she still kinda with you? Like She no was one? embarrassed by me at that point because I lost it, but it, she knew she wasn't it wasn't going on TV. But at that time I was hurt. I was like, You took me on the show so you could have like fake experts tell me that I don't exist. Simple as that. And I'm gay, mom, and I'm trans. And because I'm pagan and you think I don't exist, I don't want to talk to you about being trans. Sounds like so I hide till I'm 32. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, 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 thanks, mom. Sounds like Ricky likes the only cool person, that, like, <laughs> in this whole situation. Wait, but here's the rub. Because, like I told you, my mom's a hustler. Uh-oh. So, previously, on Moral Court, <laughs> um, my mom got $2,500 so Ricky Lake that day with the three hours that we were like in a hotel room and them getting makeup on us we got 150 bucks a piece and walking around cash your st- daily your stipend we got the stipend and that was for three hours oh yeah so then they take us back to the hotel room. Some guy comes up, thanks us for being on the show, uh, apologizes to me for on behalf of Ricky Lake, which I thought was really cool, which is why Ricky Lake's cool as fuck. Cool as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Ricky Lake. Shout out to Ricky Lake. Um, you're never going to hear this, and if you do, I'll totally deny that I ever met you. No, I won't. I'll tell you right now. I met Ricky Lake. I mean, this is obviously... <laughs> this is the public... Uh... Oh, yeah, I met Ricky Lake, yo. <laughs> no, she was cool as fuck, but like... Some guy came up and he gave us some envelopes. And when we opened the envelopes, there was $1,700 a piece. How, wait, how much? $1,700 a piece. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa. <laughs> so we caked. And then when we got on the plane, my mom took my checks. And she said we were going to invest in the house. And that's the story of how my mom robbed me. <laughs> <laughs> and for all that, that's another episode. My mom ran up on me like a G. It was like, give me that shit or I'll bust your lip. <laughs> No, like she, she told me like she gave it to me, but she gave it to me sparingly because she was like, "You, you don't spend the shit out of this money." It was probably a smart move to do for a kid. But she ain't split it. But she ain't split it fifty fifty, yo. She still juke moved me. <laughs> she still juke moved me because I ain't get like look two thousand five hundred dollars. Chiching seventeen hundred dollars. Chiching three hundred dollars a piece. Ching ching ching. Right. Then one hundred and seventy, no, one hundred fifty dollars a piece. Ching ching. How much money is that? A lot of money. All over the place. I didn't get a lot of money. <laughs> like, I didn't get a lot of money. But you know what you got? You got the memories. No, I got the trauma. You leave the memories. <laughs> you mean alone. trauma? You mean trauma? Because that was trauma. <laughs> like I blew weed smoke in Ricky Lake's face. You don't even got the footage to show for it. Look, this was '96. The cameras that they was carrying around back then uh, was not the size of a phone. I'm from I'm from the Mesozoic era. Sorry, guys, I'm old. <laughs> like 
I remember Ponderosa. I feel like it's gotta be it's gotta be out there. That, you, does that tell you how old I am? Ponderosa. I remember Ponderosa. I remember uh, uh, TJ's Big Boys. TJ's Big Boys. <laughs> now I'm washed. <laughs> like like I'm washed. I remember Woolworths. Yeah, oh shit. <laughs> no, remember um uh what was it? Phase. Phase. See, that's how old I wait, am. Wait, wait, kids don't even know Eckerd's. Right, they don't know shit about Eckerd's. They never seen a phase in their life. They don't even know. I dropped Eckerd's on a twenty year old. When's the last time you saw like, how many Kmart's used to be in like Rochester? There used to be like nine Kmart's in Rochester. They drove by an empty one last night on the road. They're like, "What's Kmart?" And I'm like, "Look, <laughs> jump at them." Like, you mean Walmart? You mean the first Walmart ever in Rochester? Like everybody worked at Kmart. My mom worked at Kmart at one point. Well, she robbed me. That's what. That's the end of the story, guys. She robbed me. Straight around me. Like, ran me from my pockets. And she gave me a little money here and there, but she didn't give me the whole thing, man. She robbed me, man. That's how I learned about show business, man. Don't trust your family. Because my mom set me up. She got me booked on my first show. She was my momager. She got me on two shows in one weekend, and I got paid. And then she, like, she hit me with the, who was the, um, the manager of Mike Tyson? Uh, Don King. Yeah, she hit me with that shit hard. She, she, she Don, Don King. King yeah. She's Don King the fuck out of me, bro. So the so <laughs> the moral of the story is uh, Hollywood's full of weirdos. Hollywood's full of weirdos. Pixies got weed. Fireweed. Pixies got fireweed. Got fireweed, and there's there's actors out there who are considered judges. Actor and don't fucking they're they don't mean shit. And uh, Ricky Lake's kind of cool. Yeah, Ricky Lake's off the chain. Um, shout out to Ricky Lake. Um, sh- um, um, my bad for blowing that chocolate tie in your face. My bad. She, yeah. Um, she probably dug it. No, nah, I don't think she did. I don't, no. think, she did. <laughs> I don't think she did at all. No. Like it was kind of like I coughed because when I, I noticed she was there, I was like, <clears throat> like I was like, I coughed smoke in her face. It wasn't like sexy blowing smoke in her face. Like I like was like <clears throat> like weak. <laughs> <laughs> so she probably got little particles and shit on her face from me like. <clears throat> <clears throat> Like, cause I was, it was fire weed. So it was how was the, shit. how was the ride home with your mom? So from now, this is weird. You, you never going to believe this shit from California to the airport. We have to go land in, in North Carolina in the woods. It's the smallest airport in North Carolina. It was the only plane that would land there. Um, it was like, like six hours. Oh, wow. From like California to like fucking North Carolina it was like six hours. Yeah, like yeah. it was like we were, we got on the plane at night and slept when we got off the plane in the morning. And the days after your mom's, she was like she was kind of like passing out the stipend, and eventually she stopped passing out the stipend. And she's like holding she, she holding robbed. that moral that moral high ground. Yeah, she was holding that moral high ground. She robbed a nigga. Yeah. So like said, <laughs> like, fuck the act, actors that are judges. That's that's pretty much the bottom line. And yo, you could be as holy as you want to be, but a a a, a rich uh, a rich Christian will still rob a nigga. Straight up. My mom was Christian of all Christians, loved Jehovah and all that shit, and she robbed a nigga. Goes to show. And she robbed me after she took me on moral court. See the irony there, guys? I got robbed for going on moral court. And that's how I got to Hollywood, motherfucker. That was a hell of a journey. That's some bullshit. (laughs) It's traumatic. I had to go through trauma for this, guys. Trauma is entertainment. But Ricky Lake's cool. Ricky Lake is cool, though. Bring her back. I mean, yeah, you could try, like. This has been an episode of <laughs> <laughs> Tranos and the Lived Experience, the show that pulls up in a Monte Carlo, busts two shots at you, and then stalls out a block later. 
I'm Cameron, aka Tranos, and this is the Data Deity. Say your name. Rob. You already know Holland. Ha 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 ha!